thank you so much for coming back for another episode of They Didn't Tell You Podcast. I'm your host, Legally Black. If you are new here and this is your very first episode, thank you so much for tuning in with me. I hope you're all feeling good today. A few things before we get started. One, if you haven't subscribed to my podcast already, please do so um, on your favorite streaming platform. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a review. Starting today through Sunday. I'm offering 10% off my merch just because I feel like it. There's no code necessary. All you have to do is take the hoodie from my site to the cart and then into your house. That's it for 10% off. You could do that. It's simple, it's easy, it's quick. And I know we're getting close to summer, but I promise you, I pull out my hoodies in the summer. I know somebody else. Do I see people in hoodies in the summer? Even on the cool nights, there's some cool nights in the summer. It's going to require a hoodie. Okay. So consider, all right? <laughs> um, before I get any further to the episode, I have to say rest in power to Dwayne Wright. Um, what a fucking shame. What a shame. Um, I think because in, in my life, in my career, I work with 20-year-olds in the college atmosphere. So that's where I, I experienced the most 20-year-olds. And having worked with nearly a decade's worth of 20-year-olds, which is crazy to say. I'm just like, I'm always fascinated when I when they get to college, when these students get to here and get to school and I get to work with them, I'm very much invested in what they do. It's my job to be invested. And I actually like being invested. And I think there's something special about, you know, us investing in our young people. That's why we keep saying, that's what a song is, that we believe that children are the future because they are literally they they are the future so you know what am i going to do to help this gen this next generation coming up and i love seeing the success stories there are many they are the many 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 um but I, i i get infuriated when opportunities are taken from young people period in and out the classroom. I'm just talking about where I interact with 20-year-olds the most, which is at my job, but in life, period, period. I just, I don't like the idea of people's opportunities being taken away from them. And for reasons that are just, you know, so well-known, and yet need a need for researches still need to be done to determine whether or not this country has a racist racism issue. It's just very tiring. It's very exhausting. Um, it's why I choose not to watch certain movies um, that involve a lot of black trauma, black hurt, because I hurt too deep sometimes. And so rest in peace to this young man. I am very sorry to his family. Can't imagine, won't imagine. Um, also, rest in peace, DMX, a legend in the rap world. He influenced so many of our lives in so many different ways. These are some very sad times, y'all. So prayers up to everybody and their families. And if you feel like you need it, throw it out there for you. I'm throwing it out there for you too. And let's spread some more because, man, it's wild. So for whatever reason, the word take has been sticking out to me like crazy. And obviously it's been the title or the part of the title for my episodes the past two weeks and now this week. And I didn't plan to make it anything kind of themed this month, but it just kind of happened and worked out that way. So for the remaining weeks this week, 
I'm just this month, I'm going to just focus on some shit you need to take. So for the first episode, it was all about taking your own advice. Last week's episode was all about taking time off of work. And this week, I want to talk about taking heed. And defining the word heed um, is pay attention to, take notice of, or careful attention. And I think it's that last part that's my favorite part of the definition, careful attention. It's like it's letting us know that there's something um, that we need to dedicate some some time into looking into, something we need to care about a bit more considerably than we currently are. For me, um, taking heed has always felt like a warning, like a good thing, a good warning or a bad one. It doesn't really matter, but overall, it just felt like I was being warned about something. And look, I know people don't use this word often, not even around me. I don't even know if I've heard anyone saying take heed outside of like old shows or movies, but it's so funny that this word has stuck with me and I really do enjoy it. I do. I do enjoy this word. So, um, you know what I think I'm thinking back to? Um, I'm recalling something my good sis Shelby said when Shelby was on my podcast. Uh, follow her too on Instagram at Shelby in the Book Club. Um, she reminded all of us that the English vocabulary is extremely expansive, and there's a lot of ways to say the same thing. We're just not used to using words that aren't common for us that we don't use every day. And so, for me, I want to get back to using new words, different words. So why I love Shelby's book club is that she picks, you know, reads that have definitely sharpened up my reading skills. Okay. And comprehension. Cause some of them books was long, but I really enjoyed what it did for me and my communication skills. Like it helps. So, you know, nevertheless, let me not get beside the point, but follow my sis. She's dope. So now that you have an idea what my strange ass is up to and why I really do enjoy certain words so much and some of the little quirks about me, because that's really what it is. It's just just a quirk about me. Um, But like I noted a little while ago, taking heed for me is like being cautious, being mindful, almost like telling somebody, keep your head on a swivel, good, bad, or indifferent, just watch out, right? And pay attention. Because that right there can be a cautionary tale. Wild things can happen when we don't pay attention to ourselves and the people around us. Like things that we should be mindful of, um, be aware of. And like the definition said, like take notice of, we don't or we just don't catch it. Because we're not focused on it. We're not thinking. We don't feel the need to pay attention. And I'm not saying we got to be on guard for everything and anything. But we need to be somewhat attentive to us, ourselves, and our surroundings and what we're up to and how we're feeling and a bunch of other things. So this week, I want to talk about why and how we could do a better job at honing in on our individual warning signals, all of that, because they really do be right in front of us. They really do. And we just be looking straight through them. And, you know, it happens to me too. And what I try to do to be like a general fix for it, because I'm practicing this in every area of my life. This isn't just for like one aspect of it. I want to do it in every aspect of it. My relationship, my work, um, any projects I'm working on, I want to come about it with this mindset. Um, 
But I recognize, you know, they're all unique to us, right? So you have to figure out what they'll look like for you. And if you don't know what they look like for you, I can get you started because I'm going to tell you what it looked like for me. So let's get into it. Um, and also, if you like this episode, please let me know. Please DM me, share it, comment on any post, whatever. Um, let me know what warnings you've been ignoring that you need to get back right with. Um, any of them have aligned with mine. Like we got some things that are in common or very similar. Like this is my personal list of things. I'm not successful at all of them. That's not the point of really anything that I do on my podcast to be like completely, completely done and and well-versed in everything and anything. I like to continue to learn. So the point um, I'm trying to make here (laughs) essentially is that um, I've been preaching something to myself for a really long time. And I've said it several times on my podcast. And it's just that it starts and ends with me. And so everything that I'm about to say can be controlled by me, can be controlled by you. So after you listen, I hope you find some time, as my girl Tierra would say, to take inventory. Oh, there we go again. Take inventory. Take something. Um, Because she said it to me before. Like, Tiff, you should be taking inventory. So I think it's time for some of us to do that. Um, See what we're working with. Fix what's broken. Determine if it doesn't need to be fixed. It just needs to be tossed to the side and maybe start from scratch. Like that's where I want to get, um, you know, life, just like everything, just like for everybody, it's a process. So the first thing that I want to take heed to that I've taken heed to is my body. You only get one. And this is not to do with like, losing weight, working out, anything like that. Like I, I've already done that. So that's not where my head is at. I am more focused on, focused on listening to my body, like listening to what it's saying to me, taking notice of things that are changing and being more present in my own presence. (laughs) Like, let me ask you this question. It's probably gonna be personal. And I'm definitely going to tell on myself because I've been telling on myself since I started this podcast, but like, do you look at yourself naked? Like really look at yourself naked and really take yourself in and like really see you. I remember when I read that you should do this or people should do this, or just heard people talking about how they do it. I don't know where it came up, but I was always like, I don't, I don't want to see what I look like naked. I don't want to be looking at myself like that. And then one day I had a thought and I was like, if I can't stand the sight of my reflection of who I am naked, Will I ever be comfortable with anyone else seeing me? Like, am I always going to feel ashamed or like, you know what I mean? Like, I just wasn't very appreciative of the limbs, the fingers, the eyes, everything that I had. Like, did I, I'm not taking a chance to really look at myself and say, sis, you really have working fingers, working toes or working face or working smile or working, like, you know what I mean? You have a body that functions. So these days... I'm just very conscious about my body. Um, And it's not really about how it looks size-wise. It's just how I feel. So um, something else that bothers me when it comes down to my body and that I have to constantly take notice of and check is this fucking neck injury. (laughs) 
my friends know about my neck injury. My boyfriend knows about my neck injury. I pulled a fucking muscle in my neck two years ago. Last month made it two years ago. And it still affects me to this day. It actually hurts right now. But I take heed to how that affects me and my and my moods because sometimes the pain is OD. And I have a chiropractor. Some days are just, I have more great days than bad days, I will say. But when the bad days are bad, they bad. So, you know, there are days when I want to work on my podcast, my business, work on the graphics, and I can't get shit done, shit written, like recorded, designed, nothing, all because of this pain I'm having in my neck. I can't focus because all I'm trying to do is tell myself in my mind that I'm okay, but my body's saying, says, hi, like, warning, like not even a yellow light. Like, I think you need to chill out. It's telling me like, today ain't the day, sis. And I decided now that because it was so distracting for me and I had to recognize because I thought I was just being frustrated because I wasn't creating well or I wasn't, you know, I didn't have it in my mind to do as much as I felt like I did and recognize it just, it's your neck. <laughs> you're, you're in pain and you're not good when you're in pain. You're actually really frustrated. So I decided, you know, whenever I have a bad day, whatever I planned on working on, I just have to put it to the side. I'm just going to have to sit down and rest because ignoring it and trying to work through it wasn't cutting it. Um, and I just didn't want to be frustrated that my body wasn't responding to me or isn't responding to me in a way that I wanted to. Um, because my work was was proving that something was wrong. So I was like, you know what? Let's be more mindful of how you feel physically before you do anything. The proof is already there <laughs> that when you don't, shit look crazy and nothing is going to work out right. Um, another thing with my body, I've been paying attention to when I'm hungry. And look, I know some people make sure they eat on time and on the regular, but there's like a select group of us who play around with this like it's the fucking Hunger Games. Like we'll focus so hard and so deeply on something um, on something like so deep and so hard that before we know it, it's like eight o'clock at night. And the only thing we ate that day was whatever we had for back for breakfast, like fuel your body. I recognize that I am also on my worst behavior when I do not eat. And when there was a point when I realized I was, I was losing some weight because I wasn't easy eating and it was making me very sick because I was just so focused on something else, too focused on work and other things that I was not taking care of myself. And I'm like, how when there's a house with food in it? How am I hungry with that? Like, what type of nonsense is that for me? And so I made a promise to myself that another promise, <laughs> got to make promises to myself that I can keep, right? So whenever I get hungry, I have to eat. It didn't matter if I was tired. It didn't matter if I was out running errands. You know what? Especially when running errands. Because who wants to shop and be hungry? I've shopped before and have been hungry. Misery. <laughs> okay? Miserable. Did not like it. Was upset and was ready to go home. Right? Um, but now, because I made a promise to myself that I was going to feed myself, I make sure that I eat before. Like something of substance. I typically eat very light in the day. I don't like to eat nothing heavy. 
But like when I'm going to go do something, I'm like, you know, that light shit that you be doing, it's not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. Take heed to, to your body. Like the last time you did it, how'd that work out for you? It wasn't, it wasn't so good, was it? Right? So I feed myself when I know I have to be more active. It should be, duh, Tiff, like you should do that. But for some of us, like I said, we're a select group. It don't, it don't come easy. So I, I make sure now that I find snacks um, or I have snacks around. I make sure I eat an actual meal shortly after I have a snack. I'm not cheating myself of a meal. I'm going to feed myself um, and, do, and, and take care of me. It's not healthy to be hungry. And I don't know. I think I, I know I'm not crazy and I know I'm not the only person who has done that. But um, I'm just saying when it, when it comes down to taking heed and warnings of my body, that's what I'm thinking about now. That's what my focus is. So I have a lot of things to take heed listed. I'm not going to go through everyone in detail, but I do just want to let you know like what they are so that you can kind of get an idea, like I said, to see if anything aligns with you. So my next one is taking heed to my thoughts, my words, and my behaviors. Okay. That's something I'm, I've been working on heavily, heavily, heavily. Um, what I do want to take some time on y'all is taking heed to your mood. Be mindful about how I feel, especially um, when in certain spaces, around certain people, about certain events, about just things that stay with you. Just, you know, whatever. Be mindful of how things affect my mood and being mindful of the energy that um, I have and where I want to give it. Being mindful of spaces that are not conducive to who I am. Um, I feel like, you know, for for everybody, if we're not in the mood for something, don't be in the mood for it. It's okay to feel like something, um, not doing something until you feel like you want to do it. Like, because who wants to do something forced, right? And you try your best to, to do things in a timely fashion, right? You don't want to just push people off, right? But you want to do it. You got to worry about your mood and how you can be invested in something. And I think that's important. So what do you have room for what or who are you allowing to control your moves? Because that right there is hard to, to <laughs> that's hard to stop doing. It's hard to stop letting people um, control your moves if you're not used to doing it. Or if you're so used to always doing it. And anytime somebody says something that you didn't like, hurt your feelings or whatever, it always controlled your mood. And it kind of held on to it for some time. You know, because there's nothing wrong for me. Like, there's nothing wrong with feeling like kind of eh about a situation or something, right? But it's another when their presence can take you emotionally-wise or mood-wise from like zero to 100 on whatever scale that is of whether it's anxious, anger, frustration, annoyance, whatever that is, right? Um, It's another for when that to happen. So what I would just say, too, for myself is, I remind myself that I'm in control <laughs> of how I feel, especially of how I feel. And if I ever want to get to a point, because if I'm the type of person who's not used to 
not letting someone else affect my mood and being genuine with it, genuine with it enough to move forward and not feel like something was spoiled for me, that's something that's going to require practice. I'm not going to be able just to do it immediately. So sometimes I used to get frustrated, like, damn, I want to, I want to stop caring about something. But like, it's not that I'm, maybe not say not caring about it, but I want to get to a point where it does not control me in the way that it does. Um, and I think I've gotten to a point where you're not, I won't say I've mastered it completely, but you know, nine, maybe I would go 8.5 times out of 10. I'm good. Sometimes it just, it just depends on a situation, the people involved that keeps me in that space for a little bit longer than I'd like. But for the most part, it don't take me long to get out of it anymore because I recognize like I was wasting a lot of time wallowing and I just, I didn't want to do that no more. Um, and even with my mood too, I have to be careful not to project what I'm going through on other people if it ain't positive. And I was telling one of my scholars this, that, you know, even if I was in a bad mood, even if I was having a bad day or not feeling well, um, it had nothing to do with them, right? And if I personally ever felt like I'm not up to the task, y'all know I'll call out. Y'all heard that last week. I'll call out in a minute. But if I decide to push through, I said that if however I feel, how crappy, no matter what, I decide I need to push through. That's it. My bad day, my bad mood, my bad vibe, whatever it is, I'm not putting that on nobody else because I can control it. I can control my mood even if it's fucking hard. Even if it's like, bitch, I don't know how I'm going to get there. At the end of the day, I know that I can get there because can't nobody else make me but me. And I know what I'm capable of. So um, next up, take heed to your dreams. I'm not going to go into this too crazy, but I will say that I recognize that there's some things that I'm doing now in my present that I used to dream about, play around about as a kid. And I was on the phone with my friend Tamar last night, hey sis, and she was helping me and giving me some insight about grading papers. It was midterm season. And, you know, really, I'm really great at midterms. That's what's nuts. <laughs> That's what's really nuts. But, um... I thought I, I told her, I don't think I told her this, but I did think back to myself as we were talking, like, yo, I really used to play teacher. No, I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you, sis. I used to really play teacher. And I think it's so ironic that something I loved doing as a kid, I enjoyed teaching as a kid. I enjoyed like teaching my brother and my sister work. I used to teach them at home. I liked the idea of, you know, leading. That was always my thing. I liked doing that. Um, and so that the fact that I get to do this now in my adulthood, I'm like, wait a minute. I never realized, you know, that was a dream that maybe not didn't always feel like one, but it was always one that was meant for me. And now I was like, you know, let me go back to some of the things that I've really enjoyed doing it back then, years from years ago, things that I thought were my dreams and seeing where they show up in my life now. And let me tell you something, a lot of them have. I've been wanting to tap back into human resources or that realm for a while. And, you know, in a sense, I get that vibe because I like working behind the scenes on things too. I love helping fix problems. Black women solve my problems, y'all, okay? But um, because I can't work in HR um, right now, 
I took on a position within my union and it's super scary because I'm like, whoa, this is a big deal. But I'm like, you know what? I've always had an interest in the back end of things and helping people. And who are the people of the union? Who helps you negotiate X, Y, and Z? Who makes sure that you get your time off? Who are these people? Who are you? So, you know, kind of recognizing that, like, I used, I liked stuff like that. Um, even stories that give background information on like inner workings or how things became to be. That's kind of what a lot of this stuff is to me. It's kind of like a story. They're all stories because essentially when you're working in this capacity, you're getting a lot of people's story. And so I'm a person that loves a story and recognize that in my childhood, I love reading too. So no surprise. I like reading as an adult. No surprise that um, I made my students read a book in class too. Nevertheless, all I'm saying is sometimes our dreams are coming true in different ways in our lives and we don't always pick up on it. I, I for sure know I don't always pick up on it at first, but when I do, I make it a point to be like, yo, thank you, God. I didn't even think that this was something that was possible for me. I don't even really give myself an opportunity to be, to be grateful and thankful that a dream I had is literally my reality. Okay. So my wants and my needs, being mindful of that, paying special and careful attention to that. Um, also to what no longer serves you. Also to what makes you happy. I don't want to go into this either because I want I hope you can you know the things that make you happy or you are interested in discovering things that make you happy, new things that make you happy and excited. But I am more mindful of my happiness. I felt like, damn, yo, like when am I happy? Because <laughs> like, am I a happy person? Like, am I actually good? Or am I just like good and in, in certain scenarios and certain scenes around certain people like am I good by myself am I happy on my own if I were alone would I be happy you know what I mean and so I wanted to peel back the layer on that happy for myself of just like I need that I need to feel that in my spirit deep 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 down and so I was like you know what the thing that makes me most happy is just me being happy that's what makes me most happy. So let's get there. And I, I really do believe like happy don't mean bad things don't happen. Don't mean there aren't bad moments. It just means that my default setting will always be happy. Even if there's some hurt, going right back to happy. Okay. Um, take heed of the energy that you're letting in. You know, I'm going to end on this one. Taking heed to what's going on around you. Because it feels like life is going by at warp speed and there's a ton of shit happening around us. Um, and there's so much for us to be aware of, right? So I want to do a positive spin on this. Um, take some time to experience what you have access to. I'm of the belief of not looking up, but looking around. Who's in your circle or your extended circle that can accomplish a particular task that you need? or um, could be the person to fulfill a service that you require, right? Who can you 
give a local opportunity to? Who can you give a chance to? I feel like we're so focused and hyper-focused on what's ahead of us, what we're going towards, myself included. And some, you know, we really be missing out on the amazing things and people that are around us. So when I say take heed to what's going on around you, know that I mean that in a sense of like being aware of what's within your reach because there's far more within your reach than that's out of it. To me, at least, I think. Um, And I recognize that even trying to accomplish a task at work and I'm working with this dope uh, educator and she was just telling me how she knew these people who can accomplish this task for task for this panel were trying to set up. And I was just thinking like, yo, I don't, I don't, I don't know anybody. Like, I, of course I got to know somebody, but like, who, who do I know? Like, I'm thinking and thinking and thinking and looking forward, like, f- stop. Don't look so much forward. Because when I say forward, I'm thinking about the event. Like, who do I see there? Stop. Who's around me? Let's take a second to get a to get a little bit of a sense of who's around me because I felt like I know people who could talk about this. I know people who could rock this, okay? I do. And when I realized that I did, I contacted my people. I contacted the people that are around me. So I hope that this did something for somebody. Um, I hope it was different. I don't know if it was different or is different for you, but all in all, I hope you like it. <laughs> That's really my end goals. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed what I talk about. I hope you can resonate on it with some level. Um, and I hope you stick around for the last two episodes for the Fridays of this month. I already know what they're going to be about. Look at me already prepared and whatnot. Let's get to the song of the week. So on to the song of the week. This week I chose a song called So Good by Manny Wells. I, y'all know how I be, I thoroughly enjoy this song. Um, It's crazy because I like, you know, y'all know R&B is really for me. And I love songs that have excellent messages. And now that I'm in a relationship, I am you know, well, I'm saying now that I'm in a relationship, like I just got in it. <laughs> I've been with this man for years at this point. But, you know, now that I will say I'm in a relationship where I know it's real, where it is real, where it's been nothing but real, certain songs hit different, don't it? <laughs> it hit different. It hit different, don't it? So this song, the moment I heard it, it hit me very differently. And if I can toot my own horn to toot, um, most of what was said, if not everything, honestly, let me not, I said toot toot, right? Everything that was said in here, I can say in some way, shape or form, my man has said about me. So if there's something I want to take heed to, I want to take heed to his words and I want to take heed to what he says to me and what's being said to me and how I feel and things that make me feel good. So I picked a song this week that made me feel great, that made me feel beautiful and taking heed to the fact that, you know, there's someone that I care about deeply, that I love with all my heart, um, who I know feels this way about me. Now, he don't like the song. Let me be honest with y'all. <laughs> I sent him the song. He ain't like the song. He ain't like it. 
Um, he didn't, it wasn't the words. It was, I guess it was how he was singing it. He told me, but you know, what we talk about too, sometimes music don't have the, the lyrics or what carries it for me. That's what's most important. How it's sung is great too, but what is said, what the message is, what you're trying to get me to understand is where it's at for me. And so these lyrics to me are where it's at, um, Sis, if you want to feel like the bad bitch that you are, if you want to be reminded to be and be feeling like all types of sultry, get with this song, sis. Get with it. All right. So you already know this song will be on my playlist. The link is in my bio for the season two playlist of my podcast, www.theydentaggy.com to buy the merch. I recognize now that in my intro, I told y'all to go to my site, but I didn't tell you what the website was. Hopefully you went to... <laughs> Cause I'm not gonna re-record that. Hopefully you went to um my my page and found it anyway. So let's see. Podcast playlist discussed announcements made ending is here. Thank y'all so much for sticking with me and putting up with me, my shenanigans, and allowing me to be, you know me with y'all. It it's a good feeling, y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay, being yourself and being accepted for yourself is undefeated. Y'all have a good one, and I will talk to y'all next week. Bye-bye.